0: Thank you for joining Spazzing Out. I am your host, Anthony Paziali. For those of you that are new to the podcast, the podcast is called Spazzing Out because in a former life, I used to be spaz on a radio show in Boston, Massachusetts, so I thought it'd be cool to kind of keep the name in the title, Spazzing Out, and because of people that do know me, it's, I get pretty passionate, and when I get passionate, I get fired up, and when I get fired up, I tend to spazz out. So hence... The name of my program is Spazzing Out. Also, if you just started listening and you don't like my podcast, I'd urge you to continue to listen and ask your friends to subscribe, but here's the catch, I don't care if you listen, Uh, all I ask is that you play it through the one commercial that I have that usually happens about 10 minutes in, I only do two segments, you don't even have to listen, you can just do a fellow dude a favor, I get paid one cent for every time you guys make it to the other side of the commercial, then you can turn the shit off. I'm cool with that. I mean, I just want to get paid. So a bunch of things I do want to get to today um, on the podcast, a bunch of pretty cool stories. The main thing on the other side of my commercial that I want to talk about is this new bill that's being proposed. It's called the Emergency Money for the People Act Democrats want to get more money in your pocket. They want to get it to you now. They want to give you $2,000 a month, up to $4,000 for married couples. Um, And then if you got kids, you can get up to like $5,500 a month during this pandemic. And I want to get to that on the other side of my first break. And as you guys know, if you know me, you know that I'll take the money, but I don't support it. I do not support it. I don't know where the government's going to get the money for that. So that's on the other side. Um, In this first segment, we've got a couple of things that I would like to talk about. Uh, First, I want to rifle off a few things. So since we're all home and we're all quarantined, um, or a lot of people are just working from home, I personally am quarantined in the basement because I'm one of those Americans that's doing something crazy. It's unheard of. Most Americans don't even know what it's called. My father's generation knew what it was called and my grandfather's generation, but most people alive today have no clue what this is. It's work. It's called work. Work. I have a job. J-O-B. I actually work for a living. Now, I'm not shitting on the people that are home and working. I get it. I understand. You're working from home. Allegedly. Well, there is some data that shows that you guys aren't actually working from home. You're just collecting a paycheck. For example, most of you guys, the number one Googled thing uh, about work right now is how to fake a Zoom. Uh, is how to create a loop for Zoom. So if you're in your meetings, it's just a continuous loop. Right up there with when you used to paint your eyeballs. When you were no one ever actually painted their eyeballs in class. But basically, you zone out in class. The next thing is. 53% of you guys are getting drunk at home while you're supposed to be working. So you're not even working, you're drinking. Another 40% of you guys, which I guess this is good for me because this is helping my business, my junk remo- removal business out. You're not working, you're doing home home improvement projects, which in turn is a problem Because home improvement injuries or power tool uh, injuries are up across the board. So please leave the power tools alone because you're clogging up the hospitals and we need those for the coronavirus people. Another thing that is happening. uh, You guys are consuming eight hours of content a day. Meaning you're either streaming or watching TV for eight hours a day. And it used to take... Three weeks to binge, for someone to binge watch a series. That was the average. Now, it takes 48 hours for you alleged at-home workers to blast through an entire series. You're sitting there for eight hours a day watching a ton of TV. Not a bad thing, I guess. I'm binge watching a TV show right now called The Originals. Pretty good. It's It's a vampire show. I'm on the fourth season. Uh, Vampire, Werewolves, Witches. Uh, Basically, I think it's another twist on um, class struggle or racism or creed. It's pretty good. I like it. I suggest you watch it. My man Nick Klaus, he's a hybrid. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Uh, So there's that. Could the... uh, Did the 49ers losing the Super Bowl save... Thousands of lives. That's what experts are saying. Here's, here's the scenario. Back in 18, sorry, 1918, when that Spanish flu pandemic was here in the United States, it blew up on a second wave because there was a parade for the soldiers that were returning. So from World War One, they, they had a big ass parade for them and the flu broke out again because social distancing was over and everybody was hanging out. Now, there are reports that right after the Super Bowl in San Francisco, the first cases of COVID-19 had been reported. And they believe that if the Niners had won the Super Bowl, they obviously would have had a parade and that they would have had in February a parade. Thousands of people would have got sick, and thousands of people would have died because they believed that millions would have showed up. You know, like, for example, like, the first time the Pats won, you had, like, 1.5 million people. They thought that they'd get about a million, a million five people out in the streets, and that, boom, the virus would have spread like wildfire. So something good uh, came out of the fact that the 49ers didn't win the Super Bowl, even though we all wanted Jimmy G to take it home. Dude, you've been in your basement for... Yeah, believe, I've been down here, man. I... Pfft. But I'm out, I mean, I'm working, but then I get sent back down here. I'm jealous of work. All right, so my buddy Gary Layton just said he's jealous of work, people, okay? Uh, uh, oh, you're jealous of work from home, people. Well, actually, Gary, it's the other way around. Isolation envy is causing tons of fights between family members and spouses. This is the FOMO type people. Apparently, a very big problem is isolation envy, where the spouse that gets to go out into the world and work, whatever it is that they're doing, if they're an essential worker, um, or if they just have to, you know, they're just working because they're trying to keep their business going so they don't lose it, um, the spouse is pissed. So, for example, in my house, um, my my wife Kaylee, my mother in law Anne, and my daughter Presley, they all stay at home. They hardly go out. I mean, they're in the house all day, the entire day. I am out. I leave the house around five in the morning. I get home about five o'clock at night and it causes nothing but envy and problems where everybody is upset with me because I am out in the real world doing whatever happens out in the real world. It's literally like I get home and they're like, Oh, what's it like out there? Is it? It's like, it's the new frontier. What's going on in the, in the world? Did you see people today? Did you interact? You you seem like you're having they're like they think I'm having a ton of fun and I'm breaking my fucking back loading trucks all day. Trust me, there's nothing fun about stepping on a nail and having a thing go through your fucking foot because you didn't see it on a construction board. Nothing fun about it. And then when you're on your dumpster and you have the thing stacked, there are holes in the dumpster that you don't see. Maybe you have like a weak board or something like that, or it's like a piece of ply. Not even a piece of plywood. It's like a p. Pe- it could be anything. Like um, you know the fuck's that shit cardboard and you don't realize that when the second you step on that man you end up fucking waist deep in the dumpster you're walking on top of the dumpster boom you're like hey your neck is buried in there because some idiot didn't stack it right and there's a spot boom you fell through you cut up your whole leg you cut up your arms nothing good about it at all and then i get home and everybody's like oh no well, you, you must have had a great day. Wow. So lucky that you get to be outside in the real world. And I'm like, what? <sighs> lucky? Well, so lucky that I get to work my ass off. Oh, I'm i am so grateful. Thank God I get to be out in the real world. My God, I... Jeez, is there anything else backbreaking I can do for you guys? So that you guys can feel better about being home all day? Now, I can understand. My daughter is a Pazzioli. Now, if you know my family, and I know Gary does... If you if you know my family, you too would do anything not to be home with one of us. We're one we're we mutants, absolutely insane people, tough to handle. We drove my mother Liz to become a raging alcoholic. I get it. My daughter Presley reminds me so much of my brother Mike. She is bonkers. Bon- just as very much the athlete as my brother is was when he was this age and just as much as an aggressive little shit that you've ever met and you definitely need a break from her 100% the only type of people that can handle her would be my mom or me because that's how I grew up but I get it so people are pissed off they're envious but I, I I'll tell you what I'd love to do to do some of the things that I just described. I'd love to sit home and consume eight hours of TV a day. I'd love to binge watch a TV series in twenty and forty eight hours and be done with it. (laughs) I'd love to get hammered all day and pretend like I was working, or I'd love to Google how to do you know loop a Zoom video and just sit in the background and get loaded. But no. I have to go out, first off, and find work in an environment where there is no work. I basically get on Facebook every single day, or on Twitter, or Inst- uh, or Instagram, and I beg people. I'm like, hey, if you got work, if you got something for me to pick it up, I want to come and pick it up. And then I got to broker deals with these people that are dirt cheap, that I don't even want to do the deal for. It's like highway robbery. It's like they want to kick you in the nuts when you're already down. But I got to work, and I got to make money. But it's backbreaking. It's not easy. I get home, my back hurts, my neck hurts, my fingers fucking hurt, my feet hurt. Shit hurts. <laughs> There's no envy, just like Gary said. Envy. We envy you guys. <sighs> I'll cook, I make macaroni and cheese. Shit's bomb. Macaroni and cheese, some hot dogs, dude. Do-do-do-do-do. Ramen noodles. American chop suey. All the staples. Simple. Egg and cheese sandwiches. So that is a big problem right now for people who are staying at home. It's called isolation envy and the people who are at home are pissed off at the people who get to go out into the real world and it's causing problems with families where whatever spouse is working, um, the one who is staying home is more than aggravated with that person. Even more so when that person gets home, they're even more upset That the person gets to go down into the basement and avoid all house duties whatsoever and hang out and demand food whenever they want food. Kind of, Kaylee! See if it works. (laughs) Hon! This will really piss her off. Babe! Kaylee! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hun, Yeah, this is another game that they like to play. Like, they don't fucking hear me. Hold on. Hey, babe. What? Honey? What? Are you going to make those egg sandwiches? Yeah. Is everything okay? She's, <laughs> She's pissed. I love her. I'm a lucky man. <laughs> honey if you're if you're watching this feed right now babe i love you very much and thank you for making me she's gonna make me um we had ham for uh for thanksgiving so now i want him making cheese sandwiches for dinner she's gonna be so pissed oh for those of you who are listening to my podcast right I, we are let, you're listening to this as a recording on apple podcast or like google podcast I do a live feed when I record it the night before. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, Thursday, I record it. And then it's uh, it gets posted the next day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 5 a.m. Um, I'm dying right now. She's going to kill me. So there you have it. That's Isolation Envy. The next thing uh, that people are doing that I do, I do this. I think we all do it. Uh, but it, it now has a name. It's called doom scrolling. Doom scrolling is when you're on your phone or you're on your iPad or you're on your computer and you just start getting deep into depressing news. You're just looking at your thing and you're just going from the next. It's boom. You're going down your Twitter feed, depressing, depressing, depressing. And you don't look away from it. You just continue to do it and you're just sitting there like, oh, oh my God, the economy's crashing, coronavirus, New York, 800 people died again today. Oh man, on and on and on and on. And that, you know, oh, all is shitty content. <laughs> So they've put a name to it. It's called doom scrolling, and people are apparently uh, doom scrolling anywhere between an hour and two hours a day on their phone. You can actually check on your iPhone to see how much doom scrolling you're doing. If you go into your time little thing, and it'll show how long you are on Instagram, Facebook, you know, whatever. My TikTok, dude, I'm on TikTok like fucking eight hours a day. I love TikTok. You should check out my TikTok at Anthony Paz. That's A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-P-A-R-Z. Um, okay, we covered the 49ers. Oh, the Tour de France has been postponed. Uh, I don't really care because dudes that ride bikes, that's not really a sport. That's whatever, I could, I coast down, listen, I, I'll coast down Sixth Island Street, fly right by you. Uh, Trump wants sports to stop back. Trump wants America opening it. He wants to reopen America and wants America reopened by March 1st, uh, but he really wants sports to get back back to it, if they can, so that Americans have something to watch, that is our pastime, any kind of sport, you know, I could care less that baseball isn't, baseball's boring as fuck, so I don't really care, I'm not missing baseball, as long as football is here, come September, uh, you know, I'm cool with that, I don't really care about the other sports. I mean, I like hockey, so watching the Bruins, it kind of sucks that we didn't get to see the old Bruins. Hoops, I can deal with. But for the most part, I'm football, so I don't really care. He wants to get uh, that going. The big problem with reopening the country is testing. Simple. We can't reopen. We need to. We need to get back to work. The economy's getting killed. The problem with it is we don't have enough tests. We could open up the country Hey, listen, if, if, if we had uh, 500 million tests, one for every single person that lives in this country, we could open up the country tomorrow because then we would know how many people have it and how many people don't. It'd be pretty simple. Problem is, we don't have that many tests. We don't even have a million tests. We don't have two million tests. There's not enough tests, so we can't figure it out. Why don't we have enough tests? Because we don't make anything here anymore. Because things aren't made in America. Things are made in every other freaking country, and we're dependent on it. So we need to start making stuff here. Hopefully, that'll be the new plan going forward. Once Trump reopens America sometime in late May, I think it's going to be end of June. Because um, I'm for one, I'm not sending my kids back to school. If they open up the schools again, yeah, see you later. Until they have the tests, my kids aren't going anywhere um i uh, schools are germ factories i understand i said it yesterday on yesterday's podcast you can't open up this country without the schools because you if you don't have the babysitters and the sorry teachers but you guys are babysitters you got like one or two kids that are in your class that are actually going to make something of themselves the rest of them are going to be box on a truck type people they're going to box on a truck box on a truck box on a truck and when eight hours goes by they're going to go home the other one percent You can teach the shit out of them kids, and they're going to do really great. The rest, you're just babysitting. Starts at 7 a.m., the kid gets in, school gets out at 145, hopefully they pay a sport or they're in some kind of a club, and you don't have to pick them up until 6 o'clock so you can work. So it's going to be tough to open the country without schools. It's going to be tough to open the schools without the tests. We have to test people, and the reason we can't, plain and simple, we don't make stuff here in this country anymore. Things need to be made in the United States. Period. Stop making stuff here. Figure out a way to get it done, Donald Trump. I believe that you will. I think that you see the problem is we don't make stuff here, which is why we don't have PPEs, which is why we don't have uh, ventilators, which is why we don't have tests, because we got to wait on other countries to come up with the shit. All right. Uh, Brother in law. Oh, man. No. Tom Hanks. Uh, His wife was on CBS yesterday or the day before talking about how tough the virus was and she was talking about Tom. But have we seen Tom Hanks? I haven't. Have we heard or seen anything from this man since he got sick? Conspiracy theory. He didn't make it. Just think about that for a second. I haven't heard anything from Tom. I hope to God he's not gone. I mean, the guy's one of the greatest actors. He's American treasure, Tom Hank. If it were to come out that he passed away, could you imagine the hysteria? People would go absolutely insane. We could never lose someone like that to a virus like this because people would panic because rich people don't die from viruses. And if they do... If rich people do die from it, then people will be like, man, this is deadly. I know you can look at New York, right? You could say, oh, my God, 800 people a day are dying in New York. But you don't really think about it. You're like, well, you know, I don't live in New York, 800 a day. I mean, honestly, I want you to seriously think about it. Your daughter just spilt milk on the floor. You give more shits about the milk that's on the floor because you just lost your mind. Oh, he was on Good Morning America. All right, so I'm wrong about the Tom Hanks thing, but I'm not wrong about my theory. So right now, 800 people today died in New York, maybe more, right? And we care more about spilt milk. I'm telling you right now, if I came into your house and I took the milk and I smashed it on the floor and it went everywhere, you'd be more upset about me doing that than you are about the 800 people that are dead in New York because you're not in New York, And this is every day they're dying. Every day someone's coming in their house and breaking milk on the floor. They go, boom, milk, 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 spilt milk, spilt milk, spilt milk. milk, Every single day. But as a people, we're not in it. In Massachusetts, I think we have 800 deaths total. So it's not hitting home like it is in New York, what it's like to be there. And the, the, the big thing is, is people, we only give a fuck about us. We only care about us. So what I mean when I say we only care about spilt milk, it's because I'm telling you right now, if my daughter came downstairs and smashed milk on the floor, I would be more irate about that and having to pick that up than I am towards New York. Now, I'm not trying to uh, please don't twist my words, because what's going on in New York is devastating. And if you actually just sit down and think about it, yeah. Pretty damn close to a 1,000 people a day are passing away. And that's its not something any of us take lightly. But what we do in our heads is try to push it all the way back and the far, far back so that we don't think about it so that we can go on and live our lives in a somewhat normal fashion so that we can watch our eight hours of TV and, you know... It, Figure out ways to screw work over while we work at home. Just think about that for a sec. Nothing against and I'm not upset. I'm, like, I'm not bitching and saying, oh, you know, we have to be thinking about the people in New York. I'm just saying that's just how we are. Stuff that happens at your house affects you more than stuff that happens at your neighbors. Is all I'm saying. Um, all that. All right. So back to Tom Hanks and the celebrity thing. What I was trying to say is. Uh, 800 people a day are dying in New York, and it's, you know, something we talk about, but someone like Tom Hanks died, right, then you'd be like, man, someone rich, someone famous died from it, it's kind of like Magic Johnson not dying from HIV, makes you say like, damn, the rich could pay for anything, and again, I'm not shitting on the rich, if you don't want to die from some crazy disease, get rich, get off your lazy ass, (laughs) work, work hard, make a lot of money, save money, you could be rich and you won't die from AIDS either, (laughs) <laughs> plain and simple magic johnson was a talented dude he worked at his craft became a millionaire went on from that to be uh the guy's almost a billionaire he might even be one i don't know his net worth but when you got that kind of money you get to live and it's not a class struggle you get the same opportunity as that dude does here in america everybody does all you gotta do is work you just have to work your ass off you know rich people the only thing that happens to rich people they die in fucking plane crashes or uh you know Helicopter crashes or car crashes when they're playing with their toys, but when it comes to diseases, they don't die from diseases, man. They got the money. Moral of the story is get the money, work hard. Let's open America back up so that you can work hard, so that you can make the money, so you don't die from crappy diseases, and you know you can get at home and you can bitch about the fact that your daughter just spilt milk on the floor. All right. Speaking of making loot, I just want to make sure I I leave anything out. All right. I'm going to take a quick break so that I can get paid one cent. If you make it to the other side of the commercial, I get one cent. Please do that. If you don't want to hear the rest of the podcast, I don't care. On the other side of the podcast, we're going to talk about the Emergency Money for the People Act. This is a new bill that has been brought to the House by two Democrats, one from Ohio, one from California. They want to give people more money. They want to give $2,000 $2,000 per adult in each household uh, per month during the pandemic to help out the American people, plus five hundred 500 bucks, um for your children, and how the airline industry got like $50 billion. I got to get the exact number. Let's see how much they got, because that needs to be mentioned on the other side, too. The airline industry, I'll find it, got major loot, big time money. What'd they get? They got $25 billion and, and like no one knows, it's like under the radar, because they got to give us money before they give the big people money. We'll talk about that on the other side. All right, hang tight. Let me see if I got shot. Uh, uh, up, up, and pause. All right, thank you for making it to the commercial. For those of you uh, that don't know that I, when I do my podcast, and I've said it a bunch of times because I'd, I'd like to have more people join in. I do a Facebook Live, and everybody on Facebook Live is kindly reminding me that Tom Hanks was just on Saturday Night Live, and he was also on Good Morning America, and that I should do my research before I make up some cockamamie fucking thing, and I should know what I'm talking about. So I apologize, Tom Hanks. You're still alive and doing well. Um, I apologize. All right. Let's talk about the Emergency Money for the People Act. Uh, and what the breakdown is and how much money people are going to get. And then I'm going to tell you guys the problem with getting money from the government. So the government has done many bailouts throughout the years. Many, 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 many. Particularly that we could probably all remember is back in 2008 when the banks got bailed out and the car industry got bailed out. And a lot of people said that the best way to bail out the country is to give the American people the money. They will take the money in turn will buy cars and pay their mortgages and pay their bills. Right? I don't know if anybody remembers that, but that's what a lot of people said. People were pissed that we gave the money to big companies. We bailed out the big guys. All the big companies got bailed out. Now, all the big companies are getting bailed out on from the CARES Act. $25 billion is going to the planes yeah, the plane industry, the, uh, I don't know what that, the airlines, right? The car companies are getting bailouts. The banks are getting bailouts. All the big companies are going to get bailouts. This time around, they kind of got a little bit smart about it to make the American people happy. And they gave $1,200 to every adult making $75,000 or less or, uh, you know, 2400 for households making under $150, $500 for each kid. Now, I know not everybody's got their check. Uh, also, uh, kind of funny that uh, some people are waiting on their check allegedly because Donald Trump wants his name on the check. The president uh, can't officially sign or endorse uh, a government check. The treasurer's name goes on that. So they're going to put President Trump's name in the memo section. But those people want to rip the president, if you had direct deposit, you would have got your money. And that's something I just can't stand as a business owner. People who don't fucking take direct deposit on their check, you're an asshole. Seriously, honestly, I just want to, I don't even care. People work for me. They, they You're a dick if you don't take direct deposit. It's a pain in my ass. I got to write you a check. It's a nightmare. Direct deposit. And then I don't got to listen to you, bitch, on Friday. Where's my check? Look how I got my check. Bro, you would have got direct deposit. Shit would have been in your bank account Friday morning. Fuck. Direct deposit that shit. Welcome to 2020. Check. Jesus Christ. So for you people bitching about the fact that you haven't got it because you don't get direct deposit. Well, it's your own fucking fault. And I think it's hilarious that the president's gonna have his name big fat on there like he sees a boom. I gave you the loot. Now, let's get to the problem with giving the American people money. And why it doesn't work. So. Two House Democrats. Want to give more money to the people. And I'm not saying that's a bad idea. People are going to be out of work. Straight through June. And then 17 million people have filed for unemployment. And there's not going to be 17 million jobs. Once this thing's over. So there's going to be a lot of people out of work. Two problems with giving people money. One. Where's the money coming from? Right now. Half the country isn't working. No, No revenues coming into the government. None. Zero. They're printing money. Printing. It's not backed by gold. It's not backed by anything. It's just printing money. So, that's the first thing that's not good about it. The second thing that is not good about giving the American people money, back in 2008, everybody thought that that would be the way to go. Don't give the big companies the bailout. Give it to the American people. They will buy cars. They will pay their mortgages. Now, on this bill that's being uh, put through the house right now, what they're saying is, um, all right, if, you, if you're if you an adult, 16 or older, and you make uh, $130,000 a year or less, you'll get a check for every month during the pandemic for $2,000. Married couples up to $260,000 they're going to get $4,000 a month and then they're going to get $500 for each 500 bucks for each kid that qualifies what that means is if you claim that kid as a dependent you're going to get 500 bucks for that so you could get up to $5,500 a month if you're a family um with three kids and you make under $260,000 a year every month till the pandemic is over that's what they want to do and then there's a whole bunch of other shit in here uh to extend unemployment And to help out small businesses. So here's the problem. We're already giving out $2 trillion. They would like to give out another $2 trillion. We don't have the money. That's a problem for the United States dollar. The value of our dollar is going to get crushed. That's a huge problem. The next problem is the American people. I don't care what you guys say. They don't do the right thing. They don't. They just don't. Which is why I'm sometimes torn... Because my, my core value is I don't need the government's help. Um, I am I take responsibility for my own actions. I look in the mirror. I know when I've made a mistake and I pay the consequence for it. And I know that hard work is going to pay my bills. I don't need someone to do it for me. So this is where the problem is. I would much rather them give the money to businesses... Let, hear me out before you people freak the fuck out. I would much rather them give the money to a bank, to the banks, to the car industry, to the manufacturers to create jobs. Hear me out to create jobs. Because what the they, what the what government is hoping is that you're going to take that five grand a month and you're going to pay your bills. And in, in turn, by paying your bills, you're going to keep the economy going by paying the phone bill, by paying the gas, the electric bill, paying your debts, which is huge, paying your debts, uh, you know, for your car payment, your mortgage payment, in turn, that keeps the banks getting their money. But Americans don't do the right thing. They're going to get that $5,000 and they're going to think it's fuck you money. They're not going to use it for the right shit. They're going to go out and they're going to think they're ballers. They're going to go, they're not going to use it for food. They're going to go out and maybe they'll even get a car that they can't fucking afford. But they're going to spend it on shit that they don't need. And they're not going to pay their bills. They're not going to pay the cable bill. They're not going to pay their mortgage. The guy who's already kind of teeter tottering on the mortgage, he's going to be like, oh man, this is reset time. I'm going to get. Me and my wife, we're going to get fucking $5,000 this month, $5,000 next month, untaxed. We're going to have 10 Gs. We're going to reset, baby. Oh, this is going to be great. They're not going to do the right thing. People don't do the right thing. Some of us do. If I got that money, which I won't be, but if I got that money, I pay my bills with it. It's exactly what I would do with it. Or, shit. I'd buy it. You know what? I wouldn't do the right thing. I'd fucking invest it. I'd call the government up a year from now and be like, hey, remember that 10 G's you gave me? Well, I turned it into 100 grand and then I'll pay my taxes on that shit. (laughs) I'd be like, here, here's 30 grand. I made 70. Thank you. And then we'll go look at the idiot down the street that went out and bought new, you know, like, I mean, I guess buying new clothes helps the economy roll. So you got to do that shit and that's what they want you to do. But if you give the money Right. Hear me out. If you give the money to the businesses higher up, they will employ people. You give them the money. And you say, hey, stop making shit in America. We're going to give you this money. You're going to employ people. And that money will in turn turn into five thousand dollars a month for the guy who works. Many months. He'll work for fucking two, three years, making five grand a month. Instead of a one time payout, two time payout for the government, and poof, the money's gone. And it's monopoly money anyways because it's not backed by anything. So instead, what you do is you give the money to the companies, but you want it back. It's a payback system. You give it to them, zero interest. You say, hey, whew, here's $2 trillion to all the big-ass companies that employ the most people. Keep people employed. Get them to work. And then that's they'll get paid their normal wage. And then you don't have to give them fucking money. And then if they want to go and spend it on stupid shit, fine, go ahead. But we don't do the right shit. That's why we have guidelines in this country. People don't do the right shit. Nobody listens. That's so like, no one, like ah, I get frustrated about it because I don't want to have a government that's got to tell me what to do. But the reason that we have a government that has to tell us what to do is because we don't do the right thing. We don't wear seatbelts. We all text while we're driving. We drink and drive. We don't do the right shit. So the government's got to step in and make laws to protect us from ourselves. And now the government is trusting us to do the right thing with the money they're going to give us. And most of us won't. A lot of you are going to spend it on cigarette butts and scratch tickets and it's going to be gone when you should have used it for what it really needs to be used for, which is paying your mortgage, paying your car payment, putting food on the table, and staying home to not spread the disease. So for example, if I was getting the 5G's, which I'm not going to qualify for it, but if I were to get it, I'd stay home and I'd do the right thing with the loot, I'd pay my mortgage, I'd pay my car payments and I put food on the table, and I would lighten flatten the curve. And stay home. But I don't need the government's money. Because I'm out still. I'm working. But I probably shouldn't be out working. It's a shame. That the American people don't know what to do. Now. A very scary thing's happening here. The door is starting to open. For socialism. This is the government's way of sneaking in. And being like hey look. We can take care of you. By giving you money. And you can just don't have to work or do anything. That's not good. And I honestly, you know what, I hope this, maybe this bill will pass and the government will realize that shit, if we give the people the money, they're not going to pay their bills with it. They're going to go out and spend it on stupid shit. And we still have the problem where mortgages are defaulting and credit card bills aren't getting paid and cars are getting repoed because we gave out $2 trillion to the mob and then the mob didn't use the money the right way. The mutants that live in this country went out and they bought pizza with it and scratch tickets and booze and drugs and got all fucked up instead of buying the right stuff. But if you take that money and you give it to the businesses, the smart people of this country, the guys that have their own little economy, the Warren Buffets of the world that understand how important they are to our country because they employ so many people not only do they employ people right they put them on a structure they let people know like hey you work you make a buck 40 or 200 dollars a day and if you're gonna go out and blow 200 bucks that's like a day's worth of work makes you think about it for a second you go shit i don't know if i want to spend this money on this booze man i gotta i gotta pay my fucking bills because you worked your ass off for it you learned the value of a dollar because you're just getting free money. You're just going to think everything's going to be free. And you're going to just sit back and you're going to be like, oh, you know, the cable company said we can, internet's not going to get shut off, gas ain't going to get shut off. They're going to want their money eventually. And you're going to have to get back to work. And there's no way, no way this company, a company, this country survives in a socialist type world. We can't give shit away for free. You can't. Where's the money going to come from? I just, I just want to think, Like, I can't even believe I have to say this. It gets me so frustrated. Where is the money coming from? I just, used, I want that should be your only retort to anybody that talks about free shit from the government. It's simple, the, the, the conversation's over. Just look at them right in the face and go, where's the money coming from? Who's paying for that? And they'll go, oh, well, the government's going to do it. What, what? Okay, great. But where are they get the money for that? Your house is just like the government. You're the government. If you're the worker and you have the money, you're the treasury. Your kid comes to you and says, Dad, I want a microtransaction for 10 bucks. And you look at your son and you say, okay. Well, who's going to pay for that? He said, your son looks at you, and you go, Dad, you got money. Oh, really? I got money? Okay. Well, where'd that money come from? Oh, you just have it. Nope. No, no, son. I, I don't just have it. And I try to tell my kid this all the time. Do you know how much work goes in to producing $10? $10. I want you to think of how much work. Next time you want to buy something stupid, I want you to sit back and I want you to think about how difficult it is to get $10. I want you to think about it. I'll tell you how fucking difficult it is, all right? You can use, I'll give you any scenario. I'll give you my radio career or I'll give you my business career. Either way, I can show you how difficult it is to make ten bucks. First off, we'll just go business wise, okay? This is how difficult it is. First off, for me to make, for me to have made ten dollars, right? I had to first off invest eighty-six hundred dollars into buying a truck five years ago, money that I got from when my dad fucking passed away. Then. I had to invest more money to get the truck road ready. Then I had to invest in logos. Then I had to invest in advertising so that I could find work. Then I had to invest in, in in every little thing. Insurance, workers comp, well, truck insurance, workers comp, general liability. Money had to be spent. I didn't make a fucking dime my first year. I, my first year was negative 30,000. So no tens, zero tens were made. None. Then I started getting work. So now I gotta get up to thirty thousand dollars for tens to be made. Then I started making money. And trust me, tens don't come easy. You gotta load the truck. Hours of loading. You know how long it takes to fucking load a truck? You load a truck, it's a three-hour loop. I'll tell you that's that that's how it works. It's, it's a three-hour loop, man. You get to the job, you gotta spend gas to get there, wear and tear your truck, tires, and you still haven't made a 10. Boom. You you get there, you load up the truck. Then you got to dump it, and then you get home, and then you got to figure out how much profit you got, and then you get a 10. After you pay your taxes, after you paid it to some payroll company, boom, the 10 shows up, and then you you think, I'm just going to fucking give you 10 bucks? The world had to move for the 10. Nobody thinks of that shit. It's the same thing with our government. You can't just print money. You have to work for it. You have to have a product to sell. Something. Something has to be created. You have to have a way. you got to make the money. You can't just print it. It's so simple and it's so ignorant that if you can't see the fact that this country will fucking economically collapse if we just print money for people and they don't work, at the very least, if you're going to give people money, make them do something. So I don't know if there's any minutiae-type jobs that the government needs done while people are at home, plain and simple, just say, "Hey, look, you know what? We're gonna give everybody five thousand dollars every family. But guess what? You gotta do, but you, you, uh, you know, Mrs. Smith, you're gonna, uh, you know, I, I, I have no idea, man. You're gonna cat- categorize all the social security numbers uh, from people with the for, with the last name that begins with fucking P. Something. You can't get shit for nothing. Drives me nuts. Can I borrow ten bucks? You're an asshole." Well, I just I want you guys to think about that, right? Let's just say you don't run a business and you just work, okay? You just work. And let's say you're a minimum wage worker, you make 15 bucks an hour. So you're making 15 an hour, you don't even make 10 an hour after taxes. You're going to put in one hour of work to make that 10 bucks. And you think you're just going to let your kid suck that shit out of your ass so that he can buy skins for fucking Fortnite? No, but you'll let them because you don't think of it that way. You'll just say, well, whatever, it's 10 bucks. And then you don't sit back and you don't, all the free shit you give to your family. They got Netflix, that's 10 bucks. They got Hulu, that's 10 bucks. They got Disney Plus, that's 10 bucks. They got Comcast, that's 200. It adds up, it adds up. And you don't even think about it because it slowly comes out. Well, it's the same thing with the government. Five thousand here, five thousand here, five thousand here, boom, before you know it, five hundred trillion fucking dollars in debt, and we're bending over backwards for other countries because we're borrowing money from them and they own us. Everybody wants to know why we're fucked. Ah, all right. <sighs> Bring it back. I'm lamenting and bitching over an act or or another bailout that's gonna happen. Um, and what it is called is the, I, I, you know what? I'm so aggravated. I can't even, I don't have that kind of memory if it's not in front of me. All right. It's the emergency money for, for the people act. It's a, it's a first step towards socialism. I, I, we need money. I get it. I really do. But the best way to help the American people is to get the tests. I think they should take that money. Two things, either take the money and buy tests with them so that we can test all the people and get everybody back to work and get them making their own money or give the money, give the money to the big guys. They know how to manage it. They will get people jobs and in turn, you will make your $5,000 a month by working. Plain and simple. We can't kill this country over this virus and that's what we're slowly doing and we cannot let socialism creep in because we're having tough times you can't do it too much dealing with this <laughs> Rye you're the man all right look how much it costs yeah bud right cdl forget it you gotta fucking pay money to get a cdl you gotta take it i can ah! i'm out i'm out i'm out you guys are really gonna piss me off so having said that if the government sends out the money I mean, it's not like I'm gonna send it back. I don't qualify personally, uh, uh for it, or at least I won't for my uh, off of my 2018 taxes. I haven't done my 2019 taxes, so I'm not gonna get the money. I don't whatever. Doesn't matter. But giving it to the people, I don't think that really helps. I think you need to I, I think you're better off spending the money on tests and then we would know who has it and who does it. We can reopen the uh the country. Country needs to be reopened. We need to get back out there working. Uh, and on the other end, if you're going to give bailouts, give it to the to the big corporations with stipulations that say you got to hire people and get people back to work. And you've got to bring manufacturing jobs back to the United States of America. We can not sit back and slowly let the company, sl- the country slide into socialism over the fact of this virus. Plain and simple. Yeah, bro, I'm going to eat. I'm going uh, to I'm going to I'm going gonna, uh, to get my egg and cheese. All right, guys, I'm out. I'm going to get my egg and cheese sandwiches. If you made it this far into the podcast, here's my apology. I am so sorry that you made it that far. My bad. And you're a good person for making it this far. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening.